Yeah, that's my team. Uh, Manly, how are you feeling? Uh, time now to talk to the Prophets Guru, and he joins us each and every Sunday on NRL Match Day. Guru, come in. Good afternoon. G'day, Chris. Thanks for having me, mate. Always a pleasure. It just incidentally, too, just out of that Manly, while we're talking, while I'm talking about Manly, uh, Dylan Walker, it seems, uh, he may well be on the verge of uh, signing a two-year extension. So it's uh, quite a um, bit of a, a renaissance or a resurgence, rather, for uh, Dylan Walker since moving into the back row. But he's doing a great job through the middle um, when he comes on. All right, Guru, well, let's look back at these two games. So rewind the clock to, uh, to Friday night and a really good performance from Manly. The Roosters, as we know, walking wounded. Um, but their 36-point winning margin, um, seven days after a 28-point thrashing, that is uh, made for the largest finals turnaround in rugby league history. What do you make of it? Uh, look, I think it probably doesn't lend to the fact that the Roosters were gassed. They were under yep. strength. And, you know, Manly needed to produce that performance after playing the Storm and being comprehensively beaten. Now, it could have gone one or two ways. They could have really struggled their way through their match, but they didn't. So I think that's a positive sign. But there's still a few concerns from that. They, you know, they still completed at 79%. They allowed the Roosters um, to make 8.7 metres per carry and 418 post-contact metres, well, just slightly better than them there. So I think it's a positive performance for the Seagulls. Interesting about what you mentioned before about Ryan Girdler's comments. I mean, prior to last week, you could probably say the same for South. They suffered two 50-point yep. losses to the Storm and Panthers. So I guess it's all relative um, in, in what week of the finals we're in. I, I certainly wouldn't underestimate the Seagulls, though, because they can produce, like we saw, a, a, a fantastic display. So it's, it's going to be a great game next Friday. Yeah, and you've got... Um... Three players in the Manly team have scored, this is another article in the Telegraph today, scored more points than nine clubs in the competition. 534 points. It, it really has been quite remarkable what these, uh, what these three players themselves have done. Uh, Saab, Trebojevic and, and Ruben Garrick. Yeah, and credit to the Seagulls because their, their, their start to the season was quite poor. And for them to turn it around and be one game away from the grand final is a real testament to their players, the coach and the entire club. So well done to them. But I guess I guess there's a, there's a game plan to limit the Seagulls' performance in a game and maybe targeting those three players and shutting them down is the way to go. But I also think special mention has to go to Kieran Foran. Mm. He seems to have been revived at the club. And I, thought, I actually thought he was one of the best players on the park on Friday night. Well, yeah, you know, with Kieran, and there were people raising their eyebrows, oh, really, you're going to bring Kieran back to the club? And rightly so, because he's had a horrendous run in recent years, hasn't he, with injury, whether it be at Parramatta, the Warriors, Canterbury. He spent more time off the field than on the field, but somehow the medical staff on the Northern Beaches have worked a miracle. Yeah, and that's been, I think, one of the finds of the year. And look, I was one of those people that certainly doubted the purchase of, of foreign into the side, but they've made it work. And most importantly, they've kept him fit. And I think it just goes to show that Kieran Foran has a bit of music left in him. I reckon he does as well. Um, we look, we're talking about some, some, some uh, similarities to 2011. So Manly have won eight premierships, right? Their last of which was in, in 2011. And I touched on this earlier on. But can you believe the same halves pairing is there today? DCE and Kieran, 
Um, and they had a boom fullback, didn't they, in the snake, Brett Stewart. Well, they got Tommy Turbo and uh, Brett's uh, older brother, uh, Glenn, was in the back row. And Tommy's older brother, Jake, is also in the back row. Um, so I'm drawing some parallels there. Yeah, there's certainly some parallels to that 2011 team. But I think they'd like to have a few players from that era taking the field. I don't think there's a player with the quality of uh, Watmau or maybe Ballon uh, that, that they would have benefited from there. But they, they're certainly a talented side, this Eagles team. And coached by the same man as well. We should also point that out. <laughs> there's another one. It's uh, it's uncanny, isn't it? It really is. But whether they get there uh, is another thing. They've got to beat South Sydney um, next Friday. So that is the first uh, prelim final. That's its uh, 10 to 8 kickoff on on Friday night. Manly against uh, South Sydney. Who wins that? At this stage, you've got the Rabbitohs. I think defensively, Ooh, okay. mm-hmm. the Seagulls need to tighten up a little bit. There are a few stages in the second half there where their back rollers miss key defensive um judgments in the middle of the field and it caused the Roosters to make a line break. Now, they're going to be improved on that, but there's just a few things there along with the completion rate, which I think Manly have to tighten up in order to defeat the Rabbitohs. Just before we fast forward again and, and the Roosters, I mean, a, a great season for them for what they had to struggle with. Uh, Josh Morris, what a player. Huh? 325 games, uh, but a premiership eludes him. Yeah, it's a shame that he bowed out the way he did, but, you know, great players don't have to be considered great by just winning in a premiership um, I think he can definitely hold his head high, he won State of Origin series and he also played for Australia and that's you know the, the, the pinnacle of the game so congratulations to him and congratulations to him on a great career and look credit to the Roosters for the way they battled through the season it, they just kept kept turning up week after week after week and they've got a well deserved break, I think a few of their players will, uh, will sleep very well in the coming weeks. Yeah that is for sure Alright well Parramatta uh, went down, 8 points to 6, Penrith march on, Eels are all done, um, they've not won back to back finals games now since uh, 2009 so um, that premiership dream uh, or the drought rather, it, it goes on Look, this was a great game, Chris. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I reckon mm. this was one of the games of the year. Yeah, and me too. I think, I think, and, and I know you're a Para fan, I think Para fans can be very proud of what their side dished up last night. Uh, I, I think there were times there where the game could have gone their way, uh, but it didn't. And that's at the end of the day, that's that's rugby league, unfortunately. But as I said, they can be very proud of their efforts and they, they were brave in defeat. It was pretty neck and neck, this game. Possession was evenly split. Um, completion rates were exactly the same, 84%. Meters game were roughly the same as well as post-contact meters. Only one line break for the Panthers is a concern moving forward, and two to the Eels. So, I think um, we spoke on uh, on Thursday about this invincible uh, perception that the Panthers one had, once had, and I think the longer the finals go on, the, the less and less confident I am in them as a as a football side. Mm. Yeah, well, there's a question mark over Viliami Kikau, uh, ankle injury, Mitch Kenny. I don't think he'll be playing again this season. So you might be right. There might be a few little cracks uh, appearing, and they've only scored the two tries in two matches, Penrith now, both of them uh, from kicks. But uh, taking taking my Parramatta colours off, and I'll be impartial just as a whoever I am, you know, forget that I, I grew up and, and loved Parramatta. Asking you this, and you're impartial as well, do, do you think Penrith got the rub of the green last night? Yes, I did. I, I, I thought that the, the 50-50 calls 
um, went their way. And I don't look. I, I don't want to bag the referees for that by any means. No. Um, but there are there are a few calls which went their way, which had they have gone the Eels' way, could have turned the match out into a different outcome. And the one that comes to mind would be the game stopping for Mitch Kenny. But the referees aren't out on the field to make um, you know, medical judgments. He has to rely on the trainer. The trainer called for play to be stopped. So Ashley Klein was just following protocol there. Um, yeah, look, yeah, I think they got yeah. the 50-50 calls of Panthers last night. Yeah. And look, taking nothing away from Penrith, all right? Uh, Isaiah Yeo was outstanding. Nathan Cleary was outstanding. They got the job done and um, it mightn't have been you know, um, a tri-fest like some people might have wanted, but I, I really enjoyed it. And I know Melbourne, they will have enjoyed it too because it was a dead-set bash-a-thon. Uh, Melbourne sitting back and just waiting for the winner. Melbourne will play Penrith next Saturday at Suncorp Stadium, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, leading into, I guess, the AFL Grand Final. I think you've already given me the answer to this one, though. Um, you think the Panthers' season might be uh, coming to a halt. Yeah, look, I do. I, I definitely think the Panthers are going to make a hell of a hell of a contest out of it. But they're coming up against a very fresh Melbourne team as opposed to Pen- Penrith, who, you know, played a very brutal game against South and yeah. backed it up the next week with another brutal game. And there were times last night where you could see Nathan Cleary. He looked a little bit gassed. Mm. Uh, question, question marks still remain about Edwards at fullback. I don't think last night was his best game. Um, and you could just see that pressure through the middle. I mean, Isaiah Yeo was fantastic. They probably have to run a little bit more through him in attack, but the pressure through the middle in the Panthers' defence, and they're they're somewhat vulnerable on the edges. And they actually actually also missed Toto on, on his kick return majors too. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, I appreciate you jumping on the line. We'll do it again next Sunday if you can, uh, when we will know uh, who the two teams are going through to the NRL Grand Final. And uh, what you are saying then is both of the teams that have enjoyed the week off, you think will be going through to the NRL Grand Final. Uh, Profits Guru, always a pleasure. Thanks, Chris. Have a good one, mate. There he is, uh, Profits Guru. Beforeyoubet.com.au. Beforeyoubet.com.au is where you can find all the good oil. That's my